I really, really, really want to go to Ikea. Stop the press. Mark the date and time. <laughs> Jules wants to go to an actual store. How come you don't want to shop online, bae? <laughs> We're doing a lot of like, I don't want to say renos. We're like in a tiny little apartment. but like, We've hung a shelf. We've hung a shelf. We've hung one <laughs> shelf. This bitch is like... We're doing a lot of like home run. I don't want to say home runs, but like read that. We've hung a shelf. One shelf. It took a while. But anyway, now that we're kind of in this space, I want to find little things that we can use to spruce up. And yeah, I'm not a shop person at, at all. Anybody who knows me knows that I try to find everything and anything online before I go into a store. Typical millennial. And, um, more than any, I think Ikea is not that bad. I don't mind that experience, but mostly because I'm like, I know exactly what I want. I'm going to go there and da, 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 da. I don't, I'm not a casual shopper. You're a window shopper. So like, what you, are you calling glass, me broke, bitch? No, basi- I'm a, win- I'm a <laughs> no. window shopper. You're like, bitch is a window shopper. No, like, you're like you this. Watch- you're like, oh, the salt shaker. Like, let me just one second, one second. I will I'm like four over. aisles down and he's still like, mm. Just the pepper is a few extra holes at the top. I will fucking kill you. I will (laughs) kill you. I enjoy, you know what? I enjoy shopping, okay? I don't feel bad about that. But here's the gag. I enjoy shopping about home goods. I hate fucking shopping for clothes. Interestingly enough, I like shopping for clothes now, especially now that I'm an adult. Oh my God, we fit. You're like the yin to my yang. You come over here and you're like, no, you come over here. Okay, listen. I'm so down to go to Ikea. I feel like having an inner desire to go to Ikea is like a gay rite of passage. (laughs) Is it? I think it's like all domesticated homos, if we can call ourselves domesticated homos. It's like at Christmas time, you know, you like ring a bell and an angel gets its wings. (laughs) It's like every time RuPaul says category is, a new gay wants to go to Ikea and go shopping. Like, I think that's fair to say. It's just one of those rites of passages. Uh, it's like a, a thing in your relationship. It's like, you know, it starts off and it's like you're dating and there's just like sex. I mean, unless you're waiting like us Christians. Right. Um, And then it's like you go through these phases where like you end up living together after five minutes. Lesbians, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Where's out. my girls? Shout out. And then next thing you know, you're like, I don't know what it is, but I have this inner desire to go to Ikea. I know it's really bizarre for me because I'm not the type of person, but I'm just excited to go. I really, 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 really want to go. I made a list. Category is Ikea realness. Welcome to Boyfriends Who Banter, the podcast about boyfriends who are actually fiancés, bantering about life's everyday woes, trying to become famous and make enough money to afford surrogacy and take you all on the journey. In the meantime, let's talk some shit. I'm Rob. And I'm Jules. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you for stopping by. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Enjoy the podcast. Let's do this. Category is... Category is RuPaul's Drag Race. Season 12, season finale. Spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't listened. I mean, hasn't watched. Yeah, you should know by now. Jada Essence Hall. Jada Essence Hall. The winner of RuPaul's Drag Race season 12. I'm living. I'm honest to God. Like, you saw me. I was a bloody mess. Like, yeah. I was a mess through the whole thing. Lots of clapping. Lots of clapping. Lots of standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting down. I 
love this top three. I was so excited for this yeah. top three because it felt like for the first time ever, I wasn't going to be pissed off no matter who won. For sure. Let's circle back to like the winner. We now know Jada Sentence Hall, but let's talk a little bit about the season because we didn't get a chance to talk about it in and we can just like kind of review it, but then get to the finale and how they recorded it because I really want to talk about that. But what did you think of this season, season 12? I mean, this has been a crazy journey. This has been a crazy season. Yeah. I think starting out when we first met the girls, I don't think either of us were like extremely excited. Um, yeah, I didn't know anybody. We there didn't was, know anybody. Yeah. You know what it's like. And you know what I think that a lot of people need to understand before they start blasting on social media is that by episode one or two, of course, you're not into yeah. it because we've seen this is season 12. We're about to enter season five of All Stars. Right. There's no more grand entrances or sayings like when a girl walks in and is like, I came to slay. You're like, yeah, but yeah. so did everybody else. You might go home next week. Like, spare <laughs> exactly. me. So you really do need a good three, four episodes to really get into the girls and see what they're capable of. Right. Some people that I didn't like completely grew on me. Some people that I did like completely fell off. For sure. You know, and I mean, there was a few cuties this season. Super cutie cuties. A few cuties. There are a few times where Rob got a little too excited for my liking and I'd have to Yank him back from the screen. Oh, come on. I just fine. think some you of know. them are so cute. No, there was there were a lot of cuties this, episode, Jada, this season for sure. Like mm. Jada's lips. Like, can we just talk about Jada as a, a girl? The lips are like not even a normal s- experience. Like her watching it on screen, eyes. I'm like, oh, huh. Her like, cheeks. Anyway, we can't we can't go into each queen. We I don't think that we have the time, but shout out Jackie Cox. I would like, your like everything, chest. everything was great about this season. They're so, 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 so talented. And, um, I just like outside, I think outside of what the circumstances around the season, it would have been a perfect season. And by circumstances, there's two things that happen. Number one that we have to talk about, obviously, is Sherry Pie. Um, Sherry the Pie. elephant in the room in that regard, it was just very, an, it was just an awkward experience to watch every episode. I was just like, this is such an awkward experience to watch. I feel so bad for the queens. I feel so bad for the show. And like, you, it was a, it was a very hard thing to like digest, I think, as a viewer. And this is, yeah. I'm, I don't know if this is a common experience out there, but watching it was really unfortunate because, you know, I think despite the, like, I'll talk about this real quick, but like, despite what happened with Sherry Pie, um, she like she is good at what she does in drag, and I don't think that's a deniable thing. And sometimes, of course, like some people who are good at things can be bad people. And she really had a huge misstep, and um, really, really fucked up. And she's paid the consequences. I think of that to a minimum degree. And you know, let's stop there for a second. Uh, you know, I always love to tell people to go Google, go Google Sherry Pie scandal, yeah. read it all, read the Reddits, to, the like, comments, more the, life into that, but yeah. the subtweets, whatever you got to read, go read. Um, but the general idea of it is I think that she misled and, you know, essentially a form of abuse is yeah. like sexual abuse. Predatory. She catfished, she misled some men into some uncomfortable situations, whatever. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not an authority on the situation here, so go, go look it up. But I do want to say... Um, you know, she's obviously a talented queen. I 
I first of all, my first gut reaction when this happened was I felt so terrible for every other queen on that yeah, season. Right away. To, to have a scandal, like whether it drove viewership or not, the fact of the matter is, is that her presence in that workroom affected the outcome of everything. Yeah. And yeah. don't forget, they edited out portions of her impact on the show. Right. So, you know, there was times where you almost forgot she was there, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that that's actually how it went down. So every girl that went home, every girl that didn't go home, every girl that did well in a challenge and every girl that flopped, her presence contributed to that because that's just how it goes. Yeah, like taking the fact that there would have been a completely different, there would have been a top four had she not been in it at all. A hundred percent. So, And you also don't know um, what impact she could have been very likable. She could have been not likable. She could have been the winner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you really don't know how what, they edited it, how they framed it, what the, all the what story producers were going to do. Yeah, something I do as a as a person of the queer community and as a gay man, something that I do kind of want to call BS about is people on social media. There's quite a few people being very vocal, and I'm not saying don't be vocal, and I I do not support Sherry's actions, but let's make sure that we're not making her the sacrificial lamb for us to feel better about our own toxic behaviors. And and what I mean by that is there are specific people that partake in what's necessarily not healthy behaviors. Um, The queer community has its own list of struggles, its own list of ups and downs. But something that I don't like is when I see people being on social media, slamming Sherry and slamming this and slamming that and acting like, oh, let's shake our fist at the man. Look in your own backyard, because I've seen some of you hoes out at the club, standing around with all your gorgeous friends, being mean girls to people who don't necessarily fit into what you think. There's a lot of prejudice. There's a lot of um, bullying. There's a lot of, you know, toxicity in the gay community. Mm -hmm. That's going to be there like any community. You know what I mean? But the thing that bothers me is when everyone's shaking their fist at the man and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I've literally seen you cyber bully people. I've literally seen you stand at the club and be an asshole because you think you're all that and you think whatever. Anyone who's been on Grindr, Growler, any of the apps knows that there's a certain privilege with having a six pack and pecs and being a pretty boy and being sought after. Being white. Being white, (laughs) um, having profiles that say no fats, no femmes, no blacks, no Asians. Like, you know what I'm saying? So the thing that bothers me is when everybody acts like, yeah, this is what Sherry Pie did is what we need to address and she needs to pay and let's drag her through the coals when I'm like, but are you going to be there the following weekend dancing at the club, judging everyone around you thinking you're all that? Right. The other thing is if you do the math and see the age of when she was when she made these offenses or you look at the fact that she's under 30 um you know she's a big queen she's you know she's a big girl and she is you know 
I, I, I would be shocked to know how she was treated that made her turn out the way that exactly. she did. Exactly. It's that whole thing where it's, and it is a reality for a lot of people. Hurt people hurt people. And, you know, I think that is definitely something that played into this scenario. I'm not saying that everybody that gets bullied and does what she did, but it's definitely one of the reactions to being severely bullied yourself to uh, be a predator toward other people and bully other people. It's the cycle. It's, it's very, very, very common and especially common in the gay community. So like we said, we're not, you know, justifying her actions by any means, but I think that, yeah, you do have to take a step back and say, yes, this is an example that should have been shed to light. And it, it did happen on a public stage. Imagine the amount of times this, this happens privately. This only had to be addressed because of how public and, and national of an experience this was supposed to be. So um, they took the action. We responded, but also just like moving forward, everybody take into account that you, no one is innocent and like take into no one's a, innocent take into a court of what what your actions are in the community how are you pre- present uh, presenting yourself in a positive way what are you doing to stop the amount of um inner discrimination that happens in our community on a constant consistent basis um before you start to point fingers at everybody else that's doing something wrong so yeah that's it, it- that's all i wanted to say yeah no but it's true and it's like at the end of the day i've seen some of you selling drugs out at the club i've seen some of you uh you know especially some men that are in their 40s and 50s and are preying on 18 year olds and and you know exploiting that older younger dynamic like there's tons of things that we could all sit and point fingers at each other for but i'm just trying to say sherry pie should have been removed Mm -hmm. like she was And Sherry Pie should not have been allowed to compete in the finale. Which she wasn't. I totally agree that it would not have been fair. And I think that she needs to pay the consequences of what she did. But let's not forget that at the end of the day, Sherry needs to do right by the people that she's done wrong. Right. And we all have to be cognizant of the fact that it's okay to speak out and say, I condone I don't condone what Sherry has done, but let's not go on with the four and five posts about it and the throwing shade on Twitter. Like all y'all are perfect angels. Right. Shut it down. And like watch her. You know what I mean? I think that now is more than anything else. You see people make missteps or make mistakes. They call themselves out. They respond in a way that's, you know, she didn't defend what she said. She did. She said, yep, I did it. Um, now is an opportunity for us to observe and see what reparations she makes moving forward because all we can do at this point in time is hope that she can become a better person and grow from this and not become worse with the amount of bullying that has happened to her online. You guys should be so lucky that she doesn't come out of this more damaged than she was before. So just be aware of what you're doing in these scenarios. Don't be the bigger bully in a bullying scenario. Moving right along. Moving right along. I think that was a really good way to wrap that up. The second thing that I needed to talk about in terms of the elephant in the room of this season is coronavirus. This shit was real and it totally affected the season finale. They've obviously filmed everything beforehand. They aired it during quarantine. It, it kind of started during quarantine. And um, then everybody was asking the question, what are they going to do for this finale? Because um, for anybody who is a drag race watch or listening obviously as we know they do this beautiful grand finale first they do the reunion uh like i think it's a week before the actual live show 
And then in L.A., they rent out this gigantic theater and they have hundreds and hundreds of people in the audience, um, people who have been able to see the penultimate iconic drag moment of Sasha Velour doing her moment, um, which is probably the one that is like uh, the only one that I can think of in terms of like that level of epicness. But um, they get a gigantic stage to perform their drag, um, their final drag performance. And this year, that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. And episode one aired on February 28th. Mm -hmm. So this literally started like... Like as as it was happening as yeah. coronavirus was like as right. covid was growing and as like that's like what two weeks before the first lockdown yeah. here in toronto i don't know about the dates of the lockdowns in the u.s but you know one evie oddly who was the current reigning she, her thing got cut short like her reign got cut yeah, short she had to stop like the touring and, and the other thing that I think is so unfortunate is so many, like this is all recorded well, well, well in advance. Yes. The thing that's upsetting is that these queens have been waiting to do their tours and do their press and right. do their, and it's a chance to make a lot of money back from the money that you spent to be on the show. Right. And the time that you're on the show, you're not working. So, you know, it's very um, upsetting that these queens didn't get to do their whole circuit and gain their publicity. Um, which I think is so unfortunate, but I think they were all great sports about it. You know, they had a presence on social media. They've been engaging with their fans. They've been doing the Insta lives. Um, and I think, you know, they definitely made the best of it. Um, it was, it was a compelling season. I think sure. it was probably one of the best seasons. Yeah. Super, um, super, super talented queens. Super talented people. Super unique. Uh, yeah. There was a lot Personalities, of... Personalities, characters. You know, and were they nice or were they, they nice? They, they were, were such... Such enjoyable people to watch. Such nice queens. Yeah. Um, and cute too. Eh, yeah, throwing it back. Sure. I just can't stop. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the reunion. So that came first before the finale. Before the finale was announced that it was like pre-recorded and this, this, and this. What did you think of this experience, um, having them kind of all chat the way they chat? I think the reunion was good. I think it was cute. I think that, you know, it was it was what it was. It was like a Zoom call, basically. Yeah. Um, RuPaul, of course, you know, grabbed all the attention with his face mask. Yes, his lack of makeup. We can talk about that for a second, because I know that that wasn't a fan favorite for you, at least. Listen, <laughs> every single Listen. time it came on screen, beat a damn like, face, mm -mm -mm. beat Shit. a damn face. I don't know. Could he have just put on some like boy makeup and like, I don't know, put on a lip or something and just yeah. move, whatever, like live your life, whatever. He did the same thing for the finale. Right. But I feel like the reunion was relatively, there wasn't a lot of drama because they no were drama. such nice queens. Yeah, it's true. They hashed everything out. I think the big blow ups that would happen, you know, with like, Widow, um, that was a big resolve. Britta was a big resolve with Aiden. Um, but outside of those moments, everybody was like, love you, queen, love you, queen. Like, there wasn't those, there wasn't a walk-off moment, obviously. Right. Um, which is, not that we're requesting all these people to fight each other for no reason. Um, but, yeah, everything was really cordial, really good wrap-up of the season. And then we walked into the finale, which aired. Um, I was so scared for and, this finale. Yeah, because we don't know what to expect. You're expecting a stage. They usually do like a little spin. They get to match up against one of the queens to lip sync against. And then it's like a, an elimination situation. That was the most recent format of the show. Obviously, they had to change that. And they did it. There were three main challenges, right? 
The first one was a close-up like lip sync. So they the girls got real close and did a number, um, kind of a three like in a three panel uh setup. Split screen. Split screen. And what do you think of that? That was the first one. I thought it was great. I thought Jada slayed it. I thought Gigi slayed it. I liked Crystal's visual. Like I right. loved her paint and and everything. I think it just in general it was so hard because it was so tight and close. Yeah. The only thing that I was kind of like, eh, I would have picked a different song. What song was it? I don't remember now. It was it was uh one of RuPaul's songs, was it not? Oh yeah, Bring Back My Girls, the new the new song that he's he's releasing, I guess. Yeah, for me, Bring I would have done like probably a really good emotional ballad, like something that like because you have to think about when like queens are actually serving face. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It should have some emotion, it should have some some you know vocal gymnastics that they right. can play with their actual lip sync. Like I do the lip quivers and Yeah, like yeah. I would have done something to really see how a queen interprets what parts to sing and how to emphasize those parts emotionally. When you're doing a song that's a bit more upbeat, it's not yeah. about the face, really. It's about the movement and the funness of the song. Right. And maybe they thought that that's what was the challenge. But in my opinion, I just, I would have rather seen something that was more about serving face. Sure. It was an entertaining, like, addition, I think. Because they no- don't normally give us something like that, right? Like, when do you get the opportunity where all the queens are that close up? So I think that as producers, I probably would have done the same thing. Been like, let's get them real close up. Because, like, when do we ever get an opportunity to get them to, like, actually serve lip and, like, do the full lip sync, you know, that close up? So... Um, I think they're just trying they were just trying to play with the idea that it was a virtual experience. Um, but I do agree that it it the songs definitely matter. I think it was just like, you know, how RuPaul is. She's like, let me just throw out my new song, American. This song bring back my girls. Like she's just out here like doing her like marketing game all the time. So like big ups to her, right? Exactly. And then we went into a lip sync where the queens got to create the lip sync in its entirety. Yes. Um, I was living for this. I absolutely was living for this. Gigi coming out with Take On Me. Yeah, like, right, uh-huh, yeah. That is literally mine and my niece's songs. Like, we just love to sing that song. Shout out be- to Brianna and Nicole. Shout out, girls. <laughs> shout out, girls. But we love that song. Yeah. And I love the fact that she did a throwback to the original video. Yes. The black and the white. Oh, so good. 100%. Jada looked great. I thought she did such I, a good Sierra. And... Uh, so to, good to utilize the space the way that she did when she didn't really have right. a lot to work with. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, Crystal with her birdies, I'm like a bird, and the it was so bizarre. I will say, here's the thing I like, like we've been saying, love all of the queens. I love Crystal Method, her personality just totally grew on me. She seems so lovable. I just want to hug her as a girl and a boy. Like, I think she's a fantastic queen. This, to me, wasn't what I wanted from her. Not that I was like, I expect you to do this instead. It was more just, it felt like a puppet show. And I thought it was so unique. It felt very different. And I know that's what she wants to bring to drag. And I'm like, power to her for doing what she did but literally there's a moment where like she's spitting into her own mouth as another bait like it just got to a, a awkward of a moment of awkward for me that i was like that's not what i want to see in drag right now just admit it you, you know gagged right? in your mouth like that's what <laughs> happened Basically. she spit into her own mouth and we yeah. were both like oh. yeah i was like this is not the moment but my issue with it wasn't necessarily just the fact that it was like a little bit off but and it was a puppet show i was just 
just like you just did a lip sync that required you to use your face. Right. This lip sync is only requiring you to use your face. Now, I'm not saying she needed to dance the house down boots. I'm just saying I would have liked to see her put her body into it. Yes. Just because it was, I think, a lost opportunity. Mm -hmm. Had she not had the close up prior, Mm -hmm. then I probably would have thought this was great and this was riveting. I did like it. I just would have liked it in a different segment or for one of her like touring shows or, well, I know she couldn't have done anyways. You know what I mean? Just not, not there. (laughs) Right. But going back to Jada's really quickly, because we did get a chance to talk about that one in detail. I, and, and, you know, it's funny because as we were watching it, I looked over to Rob and I said, I'm really, really worried that they had to do like a pre-made basically music video because all of them have different resources and all of them have different abilities. Gigi from out, out the gate was like, I'm a theater queen. She knew how to build her set from scratch, whatever. She knew the design, the fashion, et cetera, et cetera. She had the space clearly to set it up the way she set it up. It was beautiful. It looked like a music video. Um, same with Crystal Method. She knows how to do the sets. She knows how to, she creates that kind of quirky, interesting stuff. Jada, I was worried because I wasn't sure where she would be performing and how she would be performing. And sure enough, it was just in her living room because that's what all these bitches have anyway. But she was like, let me try to do this with what I have. And I got very concerned because I was like, what's the quality going to be like? Of course, you're going to be a little bit worried about a queen who serves face is more pageant versus a queen who knows how to put on a show in that regard. So when she did what she did, though, I was on the floor just like she was at the end of that song. I was screaming at the fact that, first of all, she chose Sierra's get up. Like, come on. And then when she did it the way she did it, the kicks and the fan. Like, I was living for that moment. It was so good. I thought it was great. She was really pretty and she was moving well. Um, I love the fact that she literally was dancing as if she had like an audience of 500 people but like from her living room which anyone who performs knows that that's really that can be very hard to do to give that same energy right you know um for all three queens something that i think is you know my heart was going out to all of them and maybe i'm just saying this bias as like someone who was a drag queen for so long but it feels like over the last 10 to 20 years or however long drag's been on, it's like the requirements for being a drag queen was be creative, be yourself, let out this artistic side of you. And it's an expression of what you want to show the world. Now drag requires you to be a three-time Oscar nominated actress, a producer, an artistic director. Yeah, You need to <laughs> know how so to build props. Things. You need to learn how to this, how to that. And I understand those elements have always been there throughout the years, but the access to the resources yeah. have been different. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and they still are. And, that, and that's the thing. And you know, like anything it grows and it grooms and it becomes this bigger thing but it's hard when it's a competition and you're like none of the other queens had to deal with this no queen in the history of drag race had to put in this much effort and have this much um full production mindset yeah because you had to think about everything from the visuals to the angles to what camera angles make you look good exactly you know it was to me it was just incredible i thought it was absolutely incredible to be able to take the time and have to go through that and have no idea what your other 
contestants are doing right because also remember there's that aspect too you're not playing on like on someone else's energy during a lip sync battle exactly you're not playing against someone else's energy and you're not doing it to the same song yeah yeah and that's a key key true story um you know the song choice can be everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so as much as i think it was maybe not as historic lip syncs as in the past people have felt for me the reason why it was so incredibly special is they were going into it as blind as you could possibly go um but also being responsible for things that no one's ever been responsible for, which is what are the best angles of the camera for me? Yeah. How's my body going to look like this? You know, you're not going up and saying, I may have, you know, I may not know what to do with this particular lip sync, but she doesn't know either because we're both getting the song at the exact same time. And we both have X amount of time to, execute it exactly and we we saw an edited version we don't know how many times these queens had to turn that out we don't know how many opportunities they got to turn it out you know what i mean like a gg or a crystal method maybe they were like yeah i just needed a few takes of this what if jada needed like you know like where was the limit limitation in that regard to get yourself going and get yourself into that space was there a director who was like don't worry we got as much footage for everybody like it's fine. Record as many times as you want. Do they all get the same kind of like level of entry in terms of that's what I'm right. that's what I'm basically saying. But also, yeah, like they finished that performance and didn't have a crowd screaming like they should have been. And that I think is the one of the hardest things about this season is that, you know, I was so sad that they didn't get that moment. Like they did not get that moment in front of that that gigantic crowd, the screaming c- crowd, you know, like what would have that been like? Yeah. You know, and we'll never know because this is how they move forward with this finale. Yeah. Um, but going into that finale performance, obviously everybody went through. Were you surprised that, you know, because it was supposed to be cut down from three to two to the final lip sync and then the gagarama or the quote unquote gagarama was RuPaul says, Everyone gets through to the final round and they all have to do yeah. a three-way lip sync. I like the fact that they sent the material so that they would all have the same quality backdrop. Yeah. And they would all have the same uh, essential look yes. to the overall environment that they were lip syncing in. Mm-hmm. I thought everyone did amazing. I thought Gigi did great. Um, Crystal's outfit was really cute. I still don't know how that bitch conceptualizes anything that she's wearing. I know. So cool. Where is that brain? Like, put me inside that brain for yeah. five minutes. I don't even know if I could last, but put me in that brain for five minutes because that bitch is fucking creative. And Jada, like, where, like, just what? So, what? so, so, so good. What was that? And outfit? Gigi with what the reveals, like, she killed it with, like, a boot reveal and, like, a hair reveal and a outfit reveal. Like, she did every reveal. It was crazy. It was great to watch them all kind of. And it was funny because it was funny that you mentioned it when it went, when it started. The song was Destiny's Child Survivor. And it was just funny. It just be funny that there was three of them up there kind of almost as if they were performing as the trio. And I just feel like, of course, of course, RuPaul from the very beginning was like, we're going to all give them Survivor to practice. Of course, we're going to send them all three to like the final round. Like he's already expressed so many times this season how much he loved these queens and how he thought that everybody was so, so talented. 
So I wasn't shocked that they brought them all to the the final round and they got to perform it the way that they did. I also like the fact that they all three got to perform because they're not getting to do their press runs. They're not getting to do travel and do all these shows right yeah. now. So give them as much st- screen time as you can because they all deserve it. And I, you know, share, like, comment, subscribe on their stuff. Hype For them sure. up. That You know, you... You really don't understand unless you are in this field that there's girls that have literally been watching since season one, praying for their moment to get on that show and show the world what they have. And even though for some it may just be their 15 minutes of fame and for others they're going to turn this into a big Hollywood career, but everybody deserves to get their hype in their moment. And if this was something on their bucket list and they worked this hard and they got this far, show these girls some love and you know, gas them up and just mm. give them the love because it's really unfortunate that it got cut the way that it did. And I certainly hope that, you know, our world heals soon and that these girls can get out there and live their fantasy because they all deserve it support all your entertainers just as like to add on to that all the entertainers out there who are you know they're a lot of their sole income is relying on concerts and these outings and and meet and greets and you know being with the people and entertaining the people uh, there is not there's some situations where they cannot find that alternative for themselves they don't have the equipment to do it they don't have the resources to do it so just remember that there are people out there that can't do their jobs and on the normal basis they make you smile and laugh and sing and dance and just remember that they're just as important to support as well Exactly. And they've got a platform. Shout out to all the local queens and all the queens that aren't on RuPaul's Drag Race yes, 100%. that are going through such a hard time. And, you know, in addition to like the money and just the basic survival aspect, like people literally live off of this. Like yeah. I can say as a queen myself, like there's no better state, like better feeling than being on stage and entertaining people. And you know, I understand that there are people who do it for narcissistic reasons, but also at the bottom of that, there's millions of queens that genuinely love to interact with their community. They love to entertain. They love to make people laugh. Right. All the artists, like, you know, if you you can support and share their names and tweet and hype them up because everybody's going through a hard time right now and our queens are no different. So our love goes out to all of them. And to all the Drag Race girls, you did such a good job. Yes, I want to sleep with half of you as boys. <laughs> it's not my fault. Like you'll be a treesome. You're we'll just confessional. Oh, easy. Snuggle in between. Yeah. <laughs> your confessionals, you little cuties. You're all so cute. I love gay boys. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but that is kind of our thoughts on the finale of season twelve. Looking forward to um, All Star season five that's dropping very soon. And uh, let us know what you guys thought about this finale. Make sure you guys comment below and let us know. Did you guys like who won? Jada Essence Hall, the queen herself. Yes. Um, who were you gunning for? Who were you rooting for? What did you think of the finale? Make sure you guys let us know. Um, and Tell us who you love. Don't tell us who you hate. Because stop slamming other queens. You don't need to put one down to build up another. Agreed. So, yes, you can let us know who you were rooting for. But if you say one bad comment about any of those queens, we're going to delete or block you. I'm just saying. No, we will run you down. We will run you down. Just watch your and mouth. And Jada, Gigi, and Crystal, if you're listening, let's make out. Yeah. I mean, congratulations. <laughs> and uh, we hope that you guys get everything that you deserve. Wink. Wink. 
Thank you for joining us. Make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials as well. Instagram at Boyfriends Who Banter. Twitter at Boys Who Banter. And you can check us out on YouTube and all podcasting channels, including Spotify and iTunes. Like, comment, and subscribe. Ring that bell to get notifications on our new content. If there's anything that we said that got you excited, that you want to comment on, something that got you angry or made you more curious, make sure you DM us and comment or email us at boyfriendswhobanter at gmail.com. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.